This is The Guardian. Looking for your next great podcast? We live in unprecedented times. To make sense of it, what if you could learn from some of the most influential people on the planet? The podcast Tools and Weapons is hosted by Microsoft's Vice Chair and President Brad Smith. Every week he has a candid conversation with guests, including Prime Ministers and Pulitzer Prize-winning journalists. The latest episode features Bayer CEO Bill Anderson. Though most of us know Bayer for pharmaceuticals, they're also focused on crop science. They're putting digital tools in the hands of farmers to get the most out of every acre. Listen to Tools and Weapons with Brad Smith wherever you get your podcasts. It started with fresh air smelling bad. I noticed that fresh air just smelled completely different, unlike anything I've ever smelled. And it was disgusting. Even, you know, the smell of your favorite perfume or your loved ones is not familiar anymore. One of the most well-known side effects of COVID-19 is losing your sense of smell. But with cases still high in the UK and rising across Europe, growing numbers of people are experiencing something else after catching the virus, where smells and tastes become distorted and unpleasant. After that, food started to taste bad, mostly meat and oil at first. It elicits the same innate response of repulsion. This is a condition known as parosmia. It can be a really unsettling and distressing experience. And scientists still don't fully understand what causes it. The only thing is time. There's no cure. Doctors have just said you have to wait. And I don't know when it will get better. But new research is starting to uncover some clues. I'm Madeleine Finlay, and from The Guardian, this is Science Weekly. Linda Geddes, you're a Guardian science correspondent, and this is something that happened to you after you caught COVID. How did your sense of smell change? I suddenly started noticing this really horrible smell on freshly cleaned clothes when I was hanging up them up on the washing line. I can't really describe it. I can't put my finger on how I would describe it, but it's this kind of like really sickly aroma, almost a bit like dog poo, just kind of masked with this sort of really sweet chemically smell. But then I started smelling it on other things. So I started smelling it on my daughter's hair and my husband's hair. And since then, I kind of keep detecting it as people walk by me on the street and just kind of turns my stomach. It's really very peculiar indeed. I mean, that does sound really horrible. And actually, it chimes with what we heard from the Guardian readers who shared their experiences with parosmia as well. Are there any common things that seem to trigger people? You know, the kind of classic things that seem to trigger it are things like foods, particularly strong smelling foods like 
onions, garlic. Um, some people are reporting toiletries, perfumes, aftershaves, which is what kind of similar to what I'm experiencing. Coffee is a big trigger for lots of people. I have to say my coffee perception is entirely normal, thank God, um, because... <laughs> because I don't know what I'd do without my morning coffee. But, you know, a lot of people who've contacted The Guardian have said that coffee is really off for them. It's, you know, it's disgusting. It's foul. I suppose a lot of us do take our sense of smell for granted. And that means that when things do go wrong, it must be really horrendous and change how you go about your life. And it must also be something that gets to you emotionally. Yeah, I mean, apparently my case is not at all severe. Some people, these smells trigger physical vomiting. You know, it has this really big impact on some people's quality of life. So there have been people who've split up with their partners because suddenly the smell of their body odour, just they they can't stand it anymore. What do we know about the link between COVID and parosmia? So apparently other viruses can trigger this. And also certain head injuries can, can trigger it. Um, but what seems to be new is like the sudden enormous number of people who are experiencing this now. You know, we knew that COVID could cause people to lose their sense of smell and taste. But what's becoming apparent now is that for the people who got their sense of smell and taste back relatively quickly, a large proportion of them are then later on suddenly noticing that there are some weird smell distortions going on. These weird distortions appear to be quite common. According to one recent survey, nearly half of people who lost their sense of smell after Covid experienced parosmia in the following six months. And that could mean as many as 7 million people worldwide are currently affected. Despite these numbers, it's still unclear what the cause of these skewed perceptions actually is. But the leading theory involves nerve cells near the tip of our nostrils, which detect smells in the air. And these little nerve cells have these little hair-like projections which catch on to the smell molecules that we're breathing in and out all the time. And they respond to these smell molecules by triggering signals in these nerve cells. Now, we know that the coronavirus can cause some sort of damage or inflammation with these cells and the support cells that surround them. And the idea about what might be happening is that as these cells start to recover and as they kind of sprout new connections and try and, you know, find their way back, there's some kind of miswiring or miscommunication going on between these sensory cells and the brain. It's worth pointing out that there are other theories. For example, a study from earlier this month claims that the virus doesn't infect the neurons, but other cells which surround the neurons. If that is the case, then the damage from the virus could be more superficial and reversible. But whilst some scientists try to figure out what's going on inside the nose, others are looking at the odours themselves. This is Jane Parker, an Associate Professor of Chemistry 
working at the Flavour Centre at the University of Reading. She's been conducting experiments to try and work out why coffee has such a strong effect on people with parosmia. Using a special instrument, she can separate the rich, complex aroma of a cup of coffee into its individual odour molecules. How were people describing what they were smelling? I mean, most people would say, I can't describe that, because it's a smell I've never smelled before. I mean, it's orange, the one of the oranges, thinking it reminds me of fruit. But this was a character that I couldn't describe. And you can just think of the biggest ones. And they'll give you words like chemical, which could be absolutely anything. Chemical is one person that's not the same as chemical for other people. What does that mean in terms of what you found? Which are the compounds that are key players that you've identified in parosmia? If we can pin down why certain molecules trigger parosmia, we might be able to better understand the mechanisms of this mysterious condition. While we wait for answers, I ask Jane if she has any advice for people experiencing it now. So, Linda Geddes, do people with parosmia get better? I mean, it's early days with COVID. Some of the people who've who've got in touch with me have said, yes, over time it's got better and things have gone pretty much back to normal now. Um, but we know from other infections, other causes of parosmia, that it can take, you know, six months to several years for people to recover. There doesn't seem to be a kind of steady increase in getting better it seems to be a lot more haphazard and that can be really distressing i had this today actually after you know thinking and writing about parosmia a lot this week i was like i'm gonna go and smell that dodgy laundry detergent and see if it still smells horrible to me and i went downstairs opened the cupboard found it buried at the back of the cupboard and gave it a gave it a sniff and actually it doesn't smell anything like as bad as it did but i'm now a bit worried that you know tomorrow i'm gonna get that really awful stink coming from those things again. 
Thanks to Linda, Jane Parker and the Guardian readers who sent in their experiences. You can read Linda's piece on Perosmia, as well as all our coverage on coronavirus, at theguardian.com. Science Weekly will be back on Thursday. Don't miss it. This is The Guardian. Looking for your next great podcast? We live in unprecedented times. To make sense of it, what if you could learn from some of the most influential people on the planet? The podcast Tools and Weapons is hosted by Microsoft's Vice Chair and President Brad Smith. Every week, he has a candid conversation with guests, including prime ministers and Pulitzer Prize-winning journalists. The latest episode features Bayer CEO Bill Anderson. Though most of us know Bayer for pharmaceuticals, they're also focused on crop science. They're putting digital tools in the hands of farmers to get the most out of every acre. Listen to Tools and Weapons with Brad Smith wherever you get your podcasts. Podcasts.